Hello and welcome to Vice of Issues, the foul mouth spoiler for comic book podcast where two comic fans and two non-comic fans talk about controversial comic books and comic book history. I'm Sly. I'm Ryan. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. Last time on Divisive Issues. Yeah, spirals are cool and spirals are cool. are cool. Yeah, I heard this I heard this manga's like Gurren Lagan. <laughs> yeah. Spiral power, right? <laughs> uh, so it is part two of J- Junji Ito. Itober. <laughs> yeah. Junji Itober, where we are Man, doing... two weeks really flew by. <laughs> yeah. We are doing the second half of Uzumaki. And the first half was more vignettes about how scary spirals are in the small town getting overtaken by just the concept of spirals. <laughs> and second half, we're going to get into the more overarching reason why. Yep. And so listen to the first half if you have not, because we're going to jump straight into the second half. And if you don't know what's going on, yeah. uh, go into a spiral. If you need a quick recap, basically, there's the small town getting overtaken by spirals, and we have... What, are, what pronunciation did we land on? Kyrie? Kyrie. Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah. They say it's Kiri. Now it's I'm been two weeks. We can say Kiri. Yeah, Kiri. Okay, it's Kiri from now on. Because I think Japanese is almost always pronounced phonetically, like the way you'd read it. So if it's, yes. if it's Kirie, it's Kirie. Okay, Kirie. <laughs> so Kirie is our protagonist, mm-hmm. and she is refusing to leave town for some reason. <laughs> And she was current. She was last we saw her. And that's landed her in a hospital because she got burns from a lighthouse lamp. Yes, and her boyfriend Shuichi Shuichi is still trying to convince her to leave after his parents were killed and taken over by Actually, the spirals. Kind of, he kind of just stops halfway through this book. He kind of just yeah. I guess he it. does kind of. He stop. just gets depressed and he's just like. The spiral. Yeah, <laughs> he eventually gives up. He's like, oh, we're going to die. So she's in the hospital, and her brother didn't suffer as many bad burns, so he was allowed out. And as she's laying in bed, reading Big Comic Magazine, which was the comic <laughs> this is published in. Uh, oh, I thought that was just like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Because when I was looking, I was like, that's me. I read big comics. <laughs> I'm a big boy. There's uh, a mosquito that starts flying around in a spiral and putting her to sleep. And as it does so, it drains her blood. And you're like, okay, this is a weird, weird start. And and they say at the very beginning, that our, this summer our town was filled with mosquitoes. Yep, and she goes outside and she like takes a walk with her friend. And, and it's just a mosquito tornado. Yeah, she points out that around. there's a whirlwind, but it, it like uh, mosquitoes actually do this, mosquito calms, where it's a bunch of males going out and s- swirling around to uh, signal for a mate. Really? Yeah, just like in, it happens in One Punch Man, remember? Yeah, let's say it does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then Kyrie like, just looks to her left, and there's a dead body that has a bunch of holes in it, and it looks like emaciated to and drained of its blood just in the bushes. And then they notice that there's all these pregnant women that have been getting like drained of blood, too, and they're being sent in by the like stretcher loads. They've they're been like, getting drained by blood, uh, drained of blood by mosquitoes specifically. A bunch of mosquitoes yeah. bites all like, mosquitoes, body. for some reason, are, are swarming pregnant women in this town. Yep. Yeah, and then Ka- and Kyrie sees her cousin Keiko uh, show up, and she's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And she's like, "It's really weird. All these pregnant women being hospitalized." And uh, as she's unpacking her cousin's stuff, she pulls out <laughs> so this. What did thing. you think this was? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I did not think where you're thinking. But <laughs> okay, I, so I it's I like didn't... a long tube wrapped in bandages. <laughs> yeah, with a bend in it. And and yeah. so so Kyrie goes, "What's in this? <laughs> What's in this?" We, we can't stop. What's in this cloth wrapping? It's heavy. And she's like, oh, don't open it. Just leave it in the cupboard. That's for my private collection, uh, Kyrie. I was like, this is this is a dildo, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So they find some more, like, there's just random hospital patients that, that have been drained of blood, and they're just dying in the middle of the night. Right, so other non-pregnant patients are just being fil- found filled with holes. Yep. How, do they, how do they not, they can't tell if these are stab wounds, they're just like, oh, these are random holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they don't shut down the hospital for police. Well, because they're very tiny holes. Yeah, this, this is the most, like, what is wrong with this hospital. So, Chuichi goes to see Kyrie, and... He- <laughs> He sees her and he's like, I've become a recluse. I hardly get out. And he's like, you need to check out the hospital. Something's wrong with this place. And whenever Shuichi says something's wrong, it's always you know, just right. How does she not realize that everyone's <laughs> dying of puncture wounds in this hospital? When she when he says something's wrong, like, like obviously, like any person would come to that conclusion. Yep. And then <laughs> the mosquito, like, flies into the room while they bring in Keiko, in, uh, her cousin Keiko, into the room. And <laughs> Shuichi just whips out a mosquito repellent and starts spraying it around. And everyone's like, stop. Like, there's pregnant women here. Because he's just, like, spraying until the whole room becomes cloudy. Keiko and, becomes very uh, upset about this spray, more so than the other yep, people. And she starts coughing. And he explains, Kyrie, did you know that female mosquitoes are the only ones that suck blood? And it's because it's when they're carrying a batch of eggs that they have to develop. So that night... Um... Uh, mosquito enters the room, and uh, she, uh, Kiri uh, tells her sis, uh, cousin, "I'll be careful that the mosquitoes don't sting, sting you." And uh, Keiko is like, uh, "I love mosquitoes, actually. I love them." And, like, and her eyes turn white, and it's pretty obvious she's like uh, fucking creepy. Yep. Yeah, because and- the the hospital's so packed now with so many people that they're roommates. Yeah. Yep. And then she starts hearing just like the zing in the hallway. So she goes out to see what it is, and suddenly, just this giant like troop. Of pregnant oh, women are walking around with like I think it's called a gaggle when it's pregnant women. <laughs> with... I think since they're mosquito people, it's called a swarm. swarm. Yeah, and, so and they, and they all have like sunken in eyes and like an old face. Yeah, and like... a bunch of dots all over their faces from the mosquito bites. And most notably, they're all carrying hand drills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which I use as dildos. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So as you know, the hand drills have spirals in them, and so what they do is they go. Oh, and... I didn't even think. Of that. Yeah, everything is yeah. spirals, man. Fuck, this is good. <laughs> so they go into the hospital rooms where people are sleeping, and these pregnant women jam these hand drills into these people's like throats, necks. Yeah, like their jugular veins, so they can drink their blood. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pre- I hear the pregnant women have like crazy cravings, right? Yeah, yeah. for blood, like obviously. This. That's what spirals do to you. They turn you into vampires. And the next the next part of this book is so weird. Oh my god, Shuichi was right! <laughs> yeah, and the next part <laughs> This book is so weird because you just have one person after another come out and be like, what's all that noise? And then they get drilled and drained. Oh yeah, and by the, but what they do is they actually like hypnotize them by moving the hands in a, in a spiral pattern. And the guys are people yeah. hypnotized. And the women's faces get more and more like fucking... Like, the joker (laughs) well it's because they're just sucking blood so their mouths get covered with a whole bunch of blood and so kyrie is trying to like run away and a guy comes out he's like hey what's going on and then he gets drilled and sucked and then a woman comes (laughs) out like a nurse and she's like will you guys keep it quiet and she gets drilled (laughs) and sucked i like the because kyrie sees sees her uh sees one of them doing that and then they go back to her business killing these other people and then at the end like let's go to bed like first we have to kill kyrie and they turn to kyrie and and kyrie's just right there and they go kill her like she's (laughs) hanging out behind them (laughs) yeah and then so that the horde is trying to get her and her cousin is at the well she goes to hide in her room and close the door but she's in the room with her cousin who has a hand drill kyrie is like you told me it was a dildo <laughs> kyrie in her desperation reaches finds the mosquito repellent the mosquito- Chekhov's bug spray yeah <laughs> mosquito bug spray and so spraying it around the room the pregnant women go running and they're just like and they uh 
these babies are gonna be born soon. Yeah, yeah because she tells everyone like, oh, they're they're fucking drinking people's blood and like you're crazy. No, it just happens. No way, we're gonna have an autopsy of these guys to see if they had fucking. Drills <laughs> well, no, I think they get rid of the bodies and stuff. Like, I don't know what people thought. No, they did the bodies because they left the bodies before. Like, it's clear. Like, I think they, they mentioned the that their like husbands are in on it or something. They're, yeah, like, they, they, they mentioned that their husbands are in on. it. I think that was Kyrie's like assumption, but I think later we find out it's the hospital too. Yeah, well, the hospital's pretty fucked up in the second part. So. This town is bad. Yeah, this <laughs> town is so bad. The story ends with basically these pregnant women getting away with murder. Not basically, yeah. yeah. And happily, like they're like they're like, oh, our babies are so big and healthy in our bellies. Like, uh, and, and more importantly, Kyrie uh, is worried because like these are babies gonna be born up, uh, fed off of human blood. Like, what's gonna be these babies gonna be like? Yeah. And so the next chapter starts, and uh, Kyrie is recounting about how she like found her cousin drinking blood out of a blood bag. Like that's what they're doing instead of murdering people now is they're just sneaking blood. And it's then like in true blood, right, guys? And and so the babies are all born at the same time. Yep. And they're all the sweetest babies she's ever seen. They're all adorable. They're all so cute and everything. And everything seems like normal. And you're you're just waiting for the stinger. You're like, and and the doctor's like, this is I'm so I'm honored to bring all these beautiful babies into yeah. the world. And then Kyrie's like, why is his stomach bulging? And then she's like, wait, all their stomachs are bulging. <laughs> The babies start all crying at the same time, and the sound pierces her ear so badly that she falls down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kyrie is stuck in the hospital. Yep. For, for until this until this whole next series of events happens. Yeah. So they bring her some food, and they're like, "Oh, here, eat this food. We have these new mushrooms." <laughs> and she's like, "These are really weird. They have like spiral patterns on them." And she's like, "They taste kind of like meat." And the nurse is like, "Don't be a fussy eater." And, I can't and- believe at this point. She's like, I'll eat this weird meaty thing that has spirals all over it. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, to be fair, after this, she's like, I'm not gonna eat this anymore. Like, and she stops. Yeah, she stops eating. Yeah. She says, I never and, ate them. And, and everyone else loves this stuff. Everyone's like, this is the best meat. They, ever yeah. Their eyes get like bulging when they're like, I want more mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So then Kyrie goes by, like late at night, and she starts hearing the babies talking to each other in the nursery. And they're all like, I want to go back. Yes, go back to the womb, to the safe place. It's wonderful. Can we really go back? And they're like, of course, the doctor will do it. He, he could took us out. He can put us back in. And then as they're saying- Do you guys know that's like a real fetish? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Brian, you have to bring that up. (laughs) It's unbirthed if anyone wants to look it up. (laughs) It's it's Daryl's fetish if you wanted to look it up. (laughs) So as all the babies are laying there in the crib, like their uh, their clothes burst open and it reveals. No, they're, they're talking. Talk, they talk about them going back in the womb and get them so excited. Oh they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah burst open. Yeah, and it reveals that out of their like uh, belly button, the placenta grows up into this giant mushrooms with spirals on the top. Yeah, the umbilical yeah. cord regrows and reforms the placenta, mm-hmm. and, and it's like a, a spirally. It's like a melting like, kind of mushroom. Yeah, sort of like the 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 pottery stuff. And when she runs to go tell the doctor about this crazy event, the doctor's <laughs> room is full of mushrooms. It is a full page of just like dozens and dozens of mushrooms all grown out everywhere. And he comes out and he's like, "Yes, like they, wherever we drop the placenta, it would just grow into another mushroom." He's like, "And child children grow up to be independent, but these babies." They want to be babies and fetuses forever. So, mm-hmm. like, they're trying to become fetuses again. And he's yeah. like, of course, as a doctor, I had to eat some. Yeah, it's, that's it's my a... favorite line. <laughs> I had to try one as a doctor. And it's, it's like when people are just like, you know, for science. It's interesting because, like, uh, people do eat placentas. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, it is like a, it is a lot of nutrients. Yes, it is. It's true. So mm-hmm. it's like 
it's this weird. It's called Unbirth. Look it up. <laughs> it's this weird. I don't mean as a fetish. It's this weird inversion again. Of it's like, like a hippie yeah. thing. Uh, you you decided to be with your baby and shit like that. Yeah. Do that. And yeah. I think it's a lot of like vitamins or something in it because mm-hmm. it's like supposed to support a baby. So like this, it's this inversion of that idea with this like mutant placenta that any any particles or cells of it that fall on the floor just make more placenta, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, he's like, don't worry though. The operation was successful, and she this busts... part like really fucked me up a little bit. She busts through the room, and there's her cousin Keiko, and her she's naked, and her stomach has been sewn up, and there is a something in there. She's <laughs> yeah. she's repregnant. Yeah, and she she has like these really sunken eyes because this was probably a, a, a procedure without anesthesia. And she's like, well, yeah. I need. Uh, she has to provide it with blood again to support this baby that's back in her. And so she opens yeah. her mouth. This spirally spiked tongue comes out. It's a mosquito it's... um, uh, snout sucker oh, thing. Oh god! Yep, yeah. which is yeah. why it's so hairy. God. And and, and the doc and the doctor tries to hold uh, uh, Kyrie. Kiro, Kyrie, Kyrie holds Kyrie uh, to try to hold her in place so she gets her blood sucked. But she's the main character. She's the Kaiko sucks the doctor's blood instead. He yeah. becomes like a skeleton. Yeah, and Kyrie starts crawling back through, and uh, Keiko comes out with her like the mosquito sucker out, and she's like, "I need more blood." And then these people just start wandering from in the hall, and they're like, "Oh man, these delicious mushrooms! We finally found where they are." And they start- as, as as Keiko's coming in from mosquito tongue towards yeah, this naked repregnant. Pregnant- Lady. Oh my god! And and what's crazy is the scene is them with crazy eyes eating the mushrooms, and her with crazy eyes drills their necks. And then Kiri is just like, I escaped, I left the hospital. And she says, I have no idea what happened after that. I wasn't about to go back and find out. And that's the end of the hospital arc. Yeah. So we go from something that's again, it's like that was like pretty gross, especially if you have like a a, a phobia of everything regarding around birth. And we go. <laughs> To hurricanes and hurricanes. I love are... this. I, I love this intro because it's just them. It's Kyrie and Shuichi sitting on the beach. He looks like the most miserable fuck in the world, and she's just talking. She's like, you know, it's so you're so great. Like I would have died a long time ago without you. And he says nothing. Right? And then, he's out of there. And then a, a, a noise comes, and he's just like, oh my god, it's the storm. It's finally here. And he just leaves her and runs into town screaming. <laughs> That a typhoon is coming. And everyone's like, what a crazy man. But it turns out, yes, a typhoon is coming. Yeah, they're like, oh, Shuichi, the town crazy guy who's (laughs) prophesied 100% everything that's happened. (laughs) And as the hurricane is, or typhoon is hitting the town, uh, they're the same thing, whatever. Yeah. uh, she's like, I gotta go give him his lunch, though. So she she runs out into the storm. And, <laughs> in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> it blows away her lunch and her umbrella and her, her food. And then she looks up into the sky, and it's just like the uh, all the wind is swirling around into a spiral, and then you can see the eye of the storm above her where it's clear. The best part is, yeah. is in this panel, the big you see this big storm, you can see his lunch flying away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like and before this, the little brother was like, I can't, can't wait to see what a hurricane's eye looks like. And she's like, don't be stupid. Hurricanes literally have, literally have eyes. And yes, yeah. this hurricane literally has an eye, as we find out. <laughs> so she sees it, oh. and then she runs back inside. And she she's trying to, like, go to bed and stuff, and it's just making noise against her window. And then it starts, yeah. like, it starts going, but then it starts making noise, like, Kyrie. No, it's Kyrie. 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 <laughs> That's why it's important you get it right, because the fucking story, it's important that it makes a noise, Kyrie. Kyrie. <laughs> and so she goes outside, and she's like, that was weird. Like, it sounded like it was saying my name. 
And then she looks up in the sky and the storm's just like still there hanging above her house. And it starts making like shooting wind at her. And then, uh, yeah, and then and then Shuichi runs out in the middle of the storm. He's like, you idiot. The, the yeah. hurricane is looking at you. <laughs> it, it's, it's calling for you clearly. It's clearly saying, Kiri, you dumb fucker. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, what? And so she grabs, like, he grabs her arm and they're trying to run away from this hurricane as it starts throwing trees at them. And a whole bunch of wind, and it so looks the like, eye of the storm is like just looking at yeah, them it's and trying them to like the sky. Yeah. It's like the eye of Sauron. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite literally. And of course, luckily, someone who looks like Kyrie <laughs> runs over, and it's like, "Hey, you guys need help!" And then the storm <laughs> takes her. <laughs> it, just, it just sucks her up, and he like eats her like a, like, it, like it sucks mouth. her up, and it closes <laughs> like a rectum or something, and then just spits, <laughs> spits her back her out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really just, actually gross. But then even then, so like, it's silly that she gets sucked up and then spit out by the storm. But then we see her slam headfirst oh, into the ground. And like, yeah. we see her, like her mouth is open. Her face is yeah. lacerated. She's bleeding. And like, even the silly moment, like I didn't realize how silly it was I when I either. first read it. Cause I was like, this is fucking brutal. But now like hearing it in this context, it yeah. sounds very silly. All of yeah. this sounds silly as we say it, but like, I didn't think any of this was silly really. Me the, hair, the hair one kind of, but like, well, almost, like, yeah, if you're out in the middle of like a hurricane, that's not like a funny scenario. It's yeah, just none the, of this was really funny. It's the fact that this hurricane is following her because it like the idea is that it likes her. Like it's like a yeah. stalking boy. Well, and that's why yeah. it gets mad when Shuichi he grabs does, her he arm. He does at one point say, like, looks like I have a rival for you. <laughs> <laughs> so they go and they hide inside of a tunnel, and this is this is like the the climax of the story is the hurricane can't see them. The eye can't follow them. So it fires a, like, iron bar at this sign, and the sign bends over so it reflects so the hurricane can know where they are. It, like, peeks <laughs> through the mirror yeah, to see them in the overpass. So Shuichi's like, let's get into the sewers. Uh, they can't find us here. But then the sewers, we, we didn't mention this earlier, but every time they see rivers in the town, mm-hmm. there's little whirlpools everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in it's a very su- cool effect. Yeah, and in the, in the sewers, there's just whirlpools. And the one of the whirlpools just becomes this 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 typhoon thing, and it just picks them up and spits them out of the <laughs> out of the manhole into the sky. Yeah, into the into the sky like through this jet of water that spirals up, and you're like, wow, okay, they're dead. But apparently not because they're they they're found inside of Dragonfly Pond. Shortly, the hurricane was also sucked up by the pond. Yeah, the hurricane yeah. picked them up and then went into Dragonfly Pond, and uh, the weathermen are just like. Pretty weird, but this hurricane <laughs> just sat over a, a town and then disappeared. Yeah, because think about it. It was moving throughout, like, through the side of Japan, and it sat over a town and disappeared. This was the part where I was like, so you're telling me that this, like, all this stuff is being figured, like, p- people in the outside world are hearing this stuff. How does, mm-hmm. like, like, later on they're like, you can't leave or whatever, but... For most of this, I'm like, if this stuff has been happening in the news, imagine hearing anywhere in the country that pregnant women were like, drilling people or that town. No, no one ever came out of that. Okay, so that a hospital had every, all these people dying and these crazy mushrooms growing in it. That That's the thing. It's, it's, I think, it again, it goes back into the theme of the spiral where everything, like crazy things are happening around it. But once you get sucked in, you can't get out. Like none of this news gets uh, out yeah. of the hospital or all this other stuff. Nothing yeah. ever goes out. It all goes towards the yep. center. Right. So, like, Phil brings up a good point where it's like, this is an anomaly, and shouldn't people do something about this? And we're about to see that things do escalate quite rapidly. Very quickly. What's happened is um, more hurricanes have, like, um, oh, no, this was just the first one. It devastated everything by Dragonfly Pond as it went into Dragonfly Pond. 
So uh, Kyrie's house got destroyed since her house was near the pond because that's where the her dad got the clay and everything. So they decide to now live inside it. They they have to find a new place to live and live inside one of the old rundown row houses. So we're they don't right. decide to. They basically get forced to buy yeah. like uh, the, the government. Garden. The town government's like, this is where we have to put you. So mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you know, we, and they even say like this place sucks, and he's like, uh, "We could keep looking, but I tell you, they only get worse from here on out." Yep. And this guy mentions it's like, "Oh yeah, there's there's a rumor about this uh, a thing going around that's eating pet dogs in the neighborhood, but that's yep. that's just a rumor." So they go inside, and they're living in this house. They meet like this next door neighbor who seems like really friendly and nice and everything. He's just a young looking young looking guy. And then at night, uh, Kyrie dad is like ah oh, my foot and it shows you his foot and he has like this circular it's mostly circular right now pattern on his toe that's a it's like wart. a wart like yeah. a wart yeah, yeah water blister or something yeah and at the same time uh someone there's a hole in the wall and somebody's eyeball is poke uh, like poking out this this hole in the wall yeah so this young guy is not the only neighbor there's another uh two people next door an older woman and her son mm-hmm. and they never let them the, the old woman never lets the son be seen for whatever reason Yep, and then they what? they start hearing like howling at night, like ooh. And she goes to put up some clothes. The from, old woman. It was presumably the yeah, presumably the son's clothes, and it's full of holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they see like the the old woman like topples over, and they see her hand, and it has all these like fleshy drills coming out of her. Hand. Yeah, yeah, like horns. Like, yes, like horns. horns. Yeah. So then, um, later in the day, the old woman starts like crying loudly and they go to see her and she says my son my son has died yeah before the, the all the ooh was the son crying in agony mm-hmm. and yeah. the rumor was he had a disease and now it's the, the mother crying because his son has died yep and they had to take the body away and only curious saw it and like the the young guy next door was like tell me what it looked like because i saw like the room where he was at and there was a whole bunch of like holes in the floorboards and in the blankets and everything so like it must have looked like really like gnarly and crazy and sick and then she just leaves him and she notices, yeah. like, her and the rest of the family are getting those warts on their feet and hands. And at the same time, you, you, you see the, the hole in the wall of the eye. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a cool inversion because the first time they, they do this, they don't show the person behind the wall. And you think it's the creepy guy. The guy that, yeah, the guy going like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But it's actually a nice guy that was uh, talking before, and he's, like, spying on them. Yeah, he's, he's he cool. is mesmerized by Kyrie, too. A lot of people, like, the hurricane was, too. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she's almost like the center of the spiral. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's really mesmerized, and then he's like, whoa, damn, what happened to my hand? And he holds up and it has all, like, the horns on them and the spirals and stuff. And and now Kyrie's family, yeah, her, Kyrie's dad has it on her feet, uh, mm-hmm. the, the mom has it, and they're like, what the fuck, the disease is spreading to us, we gotta get out of here, yeah, and they really can't, like, go anywhere because it hurts so much to, like, walk on and, those And things. the hurricanes, like, literally happen. A new hurricane has come in, it was like a, that was, like, the first hurricane, that was the second larger hurricane coming in. They are literally called Hurricane Number 1 and Hurricane Number 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Good naming system. They're like, we have, to, we have to go or else we're gonna die here, probably. Yep, and her brother points out, it's like, oh, what's happening to the wall behind us? And they turn to where the neighbor is, the guy that's spying on them, and there's just all these, like, drill horn growths coming through the wall like hundreds of them and then suddenly the wall breaks and it's the neighbor and he's just like fully infested with horns and gross to where he looks like his teeth are horns his eyes are horns. they look like fucked up carrots yeah Yeah. Yeah. 
And so he grabs like a nearby rat and eats it to show it's like these things are the ones that are eating the nearby pets. And then he starts going after Kyrie and trying to like grab onto her. And so she goes outside and as he goes to eat her when she's outside, a hurricane shoots a metal spike through this guy's neck. Yeah, this hurricane was like, I'm not going to let you compete with her. Yeah, not my girlfriend. <laughs> not Kyrie yeah. Chan. <laughs> Notice me, Kyrie. <laughs> But this hurricane doesn't, doesn't do that. It's just like, we're joking around. It was just a regular hurricane. Oh, it's yeah, a regular, yeah, yeah. It just I gets, guess it's regular. It goes into Dragonfly Pond like any other one. Yeah. yeah. And so then we begin like the final arc of the story where it opens not with Kirei or Shuichi, but with this reporter, Chie, who's going into the mountains, like going through the tunnel and coming to this town to see it's like what's this happening because i thought this was interesting because it's this made me it's made a lot more sense to me why this town is so reclusive it's like some of those towns in alaska which are so remote that you have to go through these like tunnel systems to get there and from what i've read in a lot of these types of towns like when weather is bad and stuff like they just don't get you, you can't actually travel between them mm-hmm. so when they're like oh it's it's pretty remote it's through this tunnel uh through the mountains like it makes sense then why it's hard to get news from here, and, and they explain that yeah that they've been trying to send in crews, but they've lost contact with all of them because yep. of the, because of the hurricanes. They think the hurricanes because four more hurricanes after we last read this story have hit this town and presumably been sucked into Dragonfly Pond. So they emerge out the other end of the tunnel, and then suddenly like a whirlwind appears and picks up the truck and throws it down and kills all the other reporters that Chie is with. So yeah. she gets up to go into this town. And she tries to call for help too, which again was a thing that I'm like, oh, it's interesting. Like somehow the 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 spiral is like taking their cell signal too, because she yeah. can't she can't call for help. <laughs> well, the radio the cell signal is going spiraling towards the center of town, probably. Yep, and her her breath is like spiraling as it comes out. That of was such her a mouth. cool effect because she's like, it's not even that cold, mm-hmm. but I can see my breath, and it comes out as spirals, and that's just like after we're so deep in this book that like that was just. It immediately put me on edge. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and she comes out, and like the, the entire town is destroyed. You can only see like a couple concrete buildings left standing, some like power line poles, and just various pieces of wreckage. And she's like, "Wow, this town like got decimated. What happened?" And then she, and she sees a new, a new helicopter in the, in the air, yep. and uh, 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 Twister forms around it, and just sends a crash into the ground. <laughs> yeah. So it's like no, no one coming in here can possibly get out. And she keeps walking forward, and she finds, like, the pond in the middle of the town, and it's become, like, this spiraling, like, whirlpool vortex that's making all of this noise. It's, it's, like, spiraling downwards. And then she turns to her right, and she knows these kids that are, like, tied up to these, uh... Stakes. Stakes, yeah, and their, their mouths are covered. And she's like, wow, this is messed up. So she sets them free, and then... <laughs> this is a little weird, but it gets explained. These kids go to a house and then they start chuckling to each other and then they start blowing air at the house and it creates a whirlwind that destroys the house and you're like uh, use the proper terminology they huff and puff and blow the house down <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like laughing about it they're like yeah so they're like oh she this woman's here again she sucks let's get rid of her and they, they blow literally her. say she sucks <laughs> yeah so it becomes pretty clear that uh these kids are sociopaths too, like, yeah they were tied up to protect the village what's left yeah of it. so so they probably should just kill these kids because it's <laughs> like yeah, not everyone's pro killing kids <laughs> but uh they try to try to kill the woman yeah and now, they do this uh, by like holding out their hand and like making a swatting motion and creates another whirlwind yeah. that goes over her head and then um, she tries to get away from them, and then she assumes, no, she creates a bunch of wind, like a typhoon, that takes them like, off to She's him. Black Bolt, is, is the twist. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why? <laughs> why? 
and she doesn't understand what's happening. And then she meets uh, Kyrie, who's with her brother, and they're out ex- scavenging, looking for food. And she explains that there was so much air pressure created here from all these six hurricanes going into this lake that, like, any fast or rapid movement or shouting creates whirlwinds around the town, which is what's destroyed most of the town. And so is like, oh my god, I, bl- I blew those kids into hell. Yeah, by yelling no. <laughs> she created a world, she blackbolted them. <laughs> yeah, she's like, blackbolt, she has to live with that guilt now. Like, yeah. why? They refer to it as the butterfly effect, that, like, the like the the chaos theory where one flap of a butterfly's wings will create a hurricane on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. but instead of the other side of the world, it's just right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a weird illusion because yeah, the butterfly effect refers to like uh, a fucking time travel and stuff like that. And small, it's also small things affecting bigger things down this is, the this road. This is small things affecting bigger things. It's just this is small things blowing up <laughs> buildings down. This is like things you can see, which is kind of what the butterfly effect's not about. But anyway, it, they find out that the only buildings that have survived are these old-ass row houses. Yeah, the ones they lived in, and now everyone, they, they all live in them now, all yeah, the people. everyone and, in this town. And Kyrie is just like, you'll be safe here. Unlike our old place, it's not infected. And the reporter's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, <laughs> and so she comes in, and it's just full of refugees who all got their houses destroyed. Yeah. And the kids show up, bloody and with white eyes, and they're like, uh... You killed, killed the other boy. Yeah, one of our friends. And they start trying to blow down the house. Yeah. Uh, huff and puff to try to blow down this house, <laughs> So too. this is so weird. Like, they're they're all blowing at the house, and the row house just stands, and uh, they're like, we're going to get hurt. The, and... row, the row house has windows that are, like, bars. Yeah. But it turns out that uh, when they try to blow the house down, it turns out the houses are immune to the wind effect. And so the, the adults are like, damn it, we can't let them do this. We have to fight back. And they all start <laughs> blowing out of the house windows yeah. and they yeah. send the kids to hell. <laughs> and we shouldn't clarify, uh, if you have to walk so to avoid uh, like blowing the wind too much and stuff like that. So only inside the row houses are people able to move normally. And, yeah, and, and talk like, normally. Uh, talk oh, yeah. too, and, and they also, that's one of the reasons why when they first drove into town and they saw the whirlwind and they're like, speed up, it actually fucked them over because like any fast mm-hmm. movements... Like, fuck you. Yeah. They blow the kids away, and then it it cuts, like, Kyrie and Chie are watching this, and they're both like, this isn't normal, because everyone's, like, laughing about <laughs> that they blew him away. And it cuts to Shuichi huddled in a corner with his hands around his legs, like, pretty much rocking back and forth. It's going, mad, mad, this town will be destroyed. It's turning into a spiral. It's going to become a spiral, a mad spiral. So he's really losing it. But the kids... Yeah didn't go to hell instead what they learned to do is ride the whirlwind yeah literally and this is when the town when the story gets so weird that i was like i couldn't expect i just couldn't have imagined this from a horror story when you have now it, it becomes dystopian fiction the the town is destroyed except for the people huddled in these row houses and outside those kids taught people uh, that you can ride whirlwinds, and so there are biker gangs essentially, yes. <laughs> but they're whirlwind gangs. They, they ride and... the whirlwind. Like this, this felt like this is the third part for like a show to me. These feel like they, they could be like the Twister uh, tw- twins or something like that. Like and like one punch man has to go and punch him in the face and stop them. Like, like this really feels uh, over the top. Like they're, they're like they're, like it's like a superhero like flying around on the hurricane. And and yes. like they're wearing like these like pilot outfits kind of, and yeah, they're yeah. like prepare for attack. Roger Wilco, unite and attack, and they're all flying in their whirlwinds. And they're, and they're just, they're crashing into, like, a school, just destroying it. Yeah, this is, like, we're being evil. It's a destroyed town. It's like, ha, ha, laughing nightly. <laughs> yeah. And and Kyrie's little brother's like, I'm gonna join that gang. Yeah, he's like, they're so cool. Uh, gangs don't be hungry. Like, I, they, they can eat all they want. I, I yeah, because I think they go and they steal food from people, too, and stuff. It's yeah. showing mm-hmm. how when, you know, the youth are in desperate positions, sometimes gangs. gangs are the only way for them to survive. Yes, and they learn how to ride hurricanes that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ride the hurricane. 
So after they destroy the sit the school, they they look inside and they find inside the wreckage of the school are more snail people from earlier from part one. Yeah, and they're all like inside their shells, protected from like the crash of the rubble. And they come out and it shows you that they're they are just like a hundred percent snail people. And now. I love that she says to the reporter, "They used to be home human. The things going on in this town turned some people into snails." <laughs> and the reporter's like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And here he is just like anyway. Yeah, I wonder what brought them out. They all have different human features. Like, the one guy had the hair and the teeth. This one has, like, a, a really realistic human nose. Oh, yeah. It's, like, really weird how they pick, like, whatever human facial features. Like, they're different, but... Yeah. Ah, oh, it's creepy. Goddamn. So, hey, Kyrie goes back with Chie after, like, barely finding any food to the row houses. And now there's people up on the rafters now that it's gotten so crowded. And they're so close together that they're just, like, shoulder to shoulder in here. And everyone's just getting, like, really grumpy because no one has any food here. They can't go anywhere else. There's, like, And no one thing that I like about how crowded this house is is it's not just, like, shoulder to shoulder. Now there's people that, like, live up in the rafters just, like, sitting with their legs hanging over. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, you really get the effect that it's, it's like, a refugee house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Shuichi's still, like, uh, uh, everyone's mad, everyone's mad, and people are like, you're depressing me. Get the fuck out of this house, you yeah. fucking depressing asshole. <laughs> yeah, so they, they kick him out. And so, um, Kyrie and her family decide to leave with him. They don't get to they, leave. They, they, they go out to see if he's all right. And then they lock their behind them and say, get the fuck out of this house, too. <laughs> yeah, now we got some extra space. Yeah. So, um, Chie explains that they tried to, like, she's tried to leave through the tunnel, but for some reason, she, like, she can't ever get it, out. It just like keeps going on end. forever, and it starts spiraling down. The and and the here. fucking dad is like, I want to rebuild my furnace and work on the art of the spiral. I, w- I, need, <laughs> I need Dragonfly Pond mud again. Which makes sense. I mean, it, I feel like the spiral had to get him eventually. This so, part, this part really was the part, I think this is the part that affected me the most. Really? This, this is this is why I love Ito. It's just like, this this twist is such a good twist because they they're going around they're exploring and they start smelling like oh it smells like food like someone's cooking something and they find out it's the whirlwind gang and they have a campfire and in the middle of the campfire are snail shells that they they've been cooking the snail people and when they crack and, open the shells their inside just ooze out and it's like the snail like cooked and there's a skull face on it oh yeah God, there's like terrible. their teeth at it and then they just they take a knife and a fork and they just start digging right in and eating those snail people this didn't fucking hit you phil it did it did I, when you <laughs> said it, it was the most i'm like i i could see it actually the faces especially in this when this when they're cooked and they're like yeah. just think of it as escargot and uh Kyrie is like, but that's not escargot. They're human, and they're like, they were human, but not anymore. Stay mm-hmm. with us. You can eat as much as you like, and like, it's just like so vivid and horrifying. Yeah, and they keep talking. Everyone when they eat the uh, snail meat, they talk about how delicious it is. The most tastiest thing they ever eat. Well, they obviously yeah. didn't get to have hospital mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true, actually. <laughs> because the hospital mushrooms made people, like, really go mad. Oh, yeah, and there's another Italian, because um, people can say, oh, the butterfly effect, those kids were flying around like butterflies, and the gang says, we're more like dragonflies, dragonflies eat meat, tying into dragonfly pond. Yeah. Yeah. But but then like we go from like the really disgusting eating snail people thing to a whirlwind battle where all these guys start going into whirlwind and fighting Kyrie's family. Yeah, because Kyrie's like this is gross. You guys are fucked up, and they start uh, having a whirlwind battle, more shonen <laughs> stuff where they're all like, gateway for attack formations and they're swirling around them. This really feels like a fucking shonen, like the, the art, like the fucking art style is shonen style. Like they're, they're swirling around them, a lot of motion lines. Yeah, yeah, they like kick them and the whirlwinds come out and stuff. Yeah. 
And then slowly as like they're fighting, they're actually being pulled towards Dragonfly Pond and its giant vortex. Yeah. And as they're being sucked in there, like Kyrie is grabbing onto Chie, and then Shuichi grabs onto her and then hangs onto a telephone. Yeah, out of nowhere, he was like he was like a vegetable up until now. Like he, he grabs Kyrie. Yeah. He really does and save then, her like almost every other issue. I yeah. didn't notice that <laughs> yeah. until we saw it all laid out like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just them like the whirlwind gang gets sucked into the vortex of Dragonfly Pond, and Shuichi's just looking at it going mad. Mad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he has the most normal reaction of anyone in this town. He like, does. Yeah. That that type of going insane would probably happen to most people here. So a couple more reporters show up into this town. There's like a, a whole variety of them. The kidney. And one thing they point out is that no one can leave, but people are still allowed in. So mm-hmm. the town just keeps getting keeps getting more and more yeah, crowded. It even gets people from the neighboring town that um, Shuichi was going to yeah. school at. Because they yeah. want to come as volunteers to help uh, clean up the town. And I love yeah. this idea that these people are coming in to help, but since they can't leave, they just become like a bigger part of the problem and the yeah. city mm-hmm. just keeps growing and growing but it keeps getting worse and worse because there's no food there's nothing kyrie and uh her family are living inside a rundown the roof of one of the old row houses since the row houses are the only thing they're safe from the whirlwinds and they can't find their dad because the dad is just missing they're thinking a whirlwind picked him up and took him away and so they're looking around, they're trying to figure out, like, where do you go and what do you do? And one of the guys, like, one of the reporter people that came into the town has a shell growing on his back. And then, like, another guy that they're with also has a spiral. And some and, other and, people are like, no, I don't want to be a snail. Which is kind of like a terrifying Yeah, they explain, thing. like, you're, you're probably going to be a snail soon. And they start freaking out, which uh, I feel bad for these characters. They're like... They're yeah, no... because you know this is going to happen to you in this town. That, yeah. that That's what that mark means. And it's such a weird, like, Shuichi's like, I guess because you're moving so slow because you can't move fast because the whirlwinds. And if you move so slow, the spiral can catch you and turn yeah. you into mm-hmm. a snail. Yeah. yeah. So you're in, like, a damned if you do damned. Yeah, catch yeah. a 22. I would rather be killed in a whirlwind. Yeah, I would be a tornado right in this situation. I would just ride tornadoes. I mean, the snails look pretty happy. Yeah, I was about to say, training. I'd be a snail if people didn't eat me. The, the problem is you get cooked and eaten. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I I think body horror scares me the most. I would rather die in a yeah. fuck. <laughs> uh, me and Daryl would be snails. Honestly, in, in pretty much any chapter in this book, I think I would just rather die than have to experience <laughs> yeah, it. Yes, me too. Phil, Phil and I would be snails and have babies. Yeah, we would just be hermaphrodite each other. <laughs> is that a verb? That, that's a verb. <laughs> I don't know. Now it is. So they go to a row house because they're, they're trying to look for places to get into. And um, inside this row house, like, no one will let them in. They try and, like, open up the door and just people stick their heads out and try and, like, blow them away like a whirlwind. Yep. And they're blowing wind at them to try and keep them out. But then the reporters get, like, a giant... Um, battering uh, ram type of thing. Battering ram, yeah. Like a, a log. And they, they run in and they smash open the door and just they pile of intertwined people come out like imagine just like arms and legs are all noodly and wrapped around each other everyone's and necks and heads are just all together it's yep. really terrible and the roll houses <laughs> like they got so crammed in together they just became uh, like intertwined they explained yeah, kind of like the snakes but not as intertwined like vines they cool. intertwined you know yeah right. like so the snakes romantic. the snakes were like a rope these are more like uh, uh spaghetti or noodles as the japanese call <laughs> or noodles <laughs> it's like if you've ever like it's like in horror stuff like it's like mr fantastic like becoming melting into like everyone's mr. Fantastic like so is. many of him it's like it's like in in lovecrafty and stuff when there's like these like 
masses of flesh that are just like like, like, like in Castlevania, uh, that boss that's like a ball legion. of, of human like legion, exactly. Legion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, so, legion, the Castlevania boss. <laughs> as soon as the door busts open and people come out, both ends of the row house burst open with just like this giant singular mass of people coming out of it, and then they start grabbing planks of wood and trying to like block themselves in again to be protected from the whirlwind and it basically looks like they're extending the yes. row houses yeah. as they do i love this. this line where one of the porters says they're trying to add on to the house i see so there's that option <laughs> <laughs> yeah which actually becomes a central thing of him later. and then and then here's where i was like finally the fucking military shows up and they're like of course you would send the navy so you have these this fleet of a fucking giant like this like cruisers and cruisers, battleships yeah. and they show up and they're like they're here to save us they must have been dispatched by the self-defense troops and then as they get close to the town <laughs> a giant fucking whirlwind or whirlpool just uh sucks them down into hell like goodbye. yep and then closes back up again like a big mouth so that's why i was thinking i'm like they, they have no way because anything coming in by air gets hit by a whirlwind anything yeah. coming in by sea gets sucked down into the whirlpool just no one's getting out of it this town yeah and they find more uh they find some I snail hate, corpses i hate this by... fucking picture oh yeah this this smashed in snail and just like its head and like the flesh is all like really bubbly now and it's, it's, when it gets cooked and so all the reporters besides uh the female reporter and kyrie are like yeah. uh let's go eat this uh snail food well, she doesn't want to at first, and also the guy who's turning into a snail doesn't, want to doesn't have any, and he's and the his friends are like, we better see he doesn't wander off, though, you know? Shuichi, yeah, you Shuichi know? munches down. <laughs> yep, and that's what changes their mind, is as they see Shuichi's doing it, they're like, well, he's never been wrong so and far. And then Kyrie says in narration, that night, I ate the meat of a snail person. And, and we <laughs> just see the sky, like the night sky. Yeah. Yeah, what a hell to live in. To like, this is what you have to do to survive is yeah. eating people. That's why you fucking hurt tornado twins down to fucking school and blow it up and do something cool like that. <laughs> That's yeah. why you joined the whirlwind gang. Yeah, and so they find uh, Kyrie's little brother, and uh, the shack they were living in got smashed in by whirlwind. And when they the mom's go, missing, when they bring him out, his back is turning into a shell. This kind of, like, hit me. It's because you know now that they've all invested in eating snails is okay, including Kyrie. You're like, if he's turning into a snail... They're like, going to eat him. They're going to eat him. Yeah. yeah. So they decide, it's like, you know what? Let's try and leave. Not through the tunnels, not by sea. Finally. There's Finally. She's like, you know what? Let's try to get out of <laughs> I'm here. I'm out of this town. A little too late. <laughs> because like, she points out that no. when they left the row house with the infection, the infections all went away. They stopped having those warts and everything. So she figures if they leave the town, her brother will stop being a snail person. <laughs> so that so they're leaving just through the woods, like Daryl said. They're just gonna they're gonna wander into the mountains and just walk away from this town. As as they're walking, they get an overview of the town. You can see Dragonfly Pond in the middle that looks like a big like whirlpool, and then all the row houses scattered around. And they notice one of the row houses has a guy on top of it, just like building on an extension. It's, it's, it's the head reporter who like said like, "Oh, extension row houses, that's an option." So he's just saying like, he's yelling out to them, "Don't, don't leave, we'll be." It's fine, guys. Come back. Yeah, he says, there'll be a place for all of you here. He shouts and creates a whirlwind at them. <laughs> uh, Kyrie's little brother notices that uh, every row house in town from this view you can see faces Dragonfly Pond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As if they're all like, you know, pieces part of, of a, some big... Yeah, part of a system. One of the things that I liked a lot before they left the town is they were like, there's no trail. Like, every trail's been tried. Where do we even go? And they were like... Let's just pretty much just go random. So what they do is they just, like, set up a stick 
and just let the stick fall over, and they just go in whatever direction it points. Yeah. And so two of the other structures that I also like in this book that are still standing is still like that thing that creates the sirens, even though there's no electricity in this town, that the like the loud ear piercing sirens and the lighthouse. Those are yeah. the two things left standing. Did and you guys notice that the sirens, the spiral, speakers yeah. are spirals? Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Everything's yeah. spirals. And the, and the trees as they're going into the forest are spirals. The grass is all spiraling. That's the thing. Yeah, There's so much detail that he draws in the grass, like a thousand spirals in every. Yeah, this panel. must have taken forever to just boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And draw. That's what that sound was. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. Daryl's the artist. He knows. <laughs> so they, it was a spiral sound. So they walk through the forest and they run into the other reporters, the guys who had been eating snails, and they're like, "Oh, like we were following you guys, but they like they run into each other head first. So like killers are spiraling, spiraling around, going in circles uh, in in this forest. Yep. And the guy who had a snail like pattern on his back, uh, this guy is now being led around by a leash. And they're like, and they're "Why like, do you have him tied up?" And he's like, uh, "He's the most important member of our party. His shell's full of meat, and soon yeah. enough, he'll turn into a snail, and then we'll eat him." And yep. he and says like, this uh-huh. to him, and it's so sad. Because his eyes are white at this point, kind of. And also, what's really sad here is, remember we said before, Kyrie's little brother is turning into a snail. And he says on their journey, Kyrie, my back itches. I need you to scratch it. And all three reporters turn around with these, like, eyes that were just like, what? Yeah, they're like, what, what does that mean? But then they get distracted because the guy who they're dragging along by the leash, his eyes just pop out of his face into, like, the snail version and. That's when we know. I like that it's been established that that's when it's like then you're you turn to a snail dude and he drops down onto the ground yeah. <laughs> and his pants come out. Yeah. So then he turns into a snail and this this to me was the worst part of this like whole oh my god horrific oh thing my god. because this one guy like pulls out a knife and he's like that's it let's let's eat him because get, like, he go he wants to pull out the knife and the guy crawls into a shell because he doesn't want to get killed yeah and no their mouths are watering by the way they're, they're like so anxious to eat this guy yep. a guy pulls out a knife he crawls into his shell because he doesn't want to get killed and so we know that they are t- they, we know they're sentient enough to realize what's happening then yeah which was I was like oh my god like oh my god and a guy takes a rock and he's like let's crack the shell open and he's like hold on I want to just try and eat this dude raw because we know what they taste like cook. What does it taste like raw? And he goes on the ground. He lies down and he crawls into that snail's shell and eats this dude face first. It explicitly says And they face say first. like, and they're like, that's enough, you bastard. Don't eat all of it. Come out. And they're like trying to pull his legs out. Yeah, yeah they're upset that he's, he's, eating, he's eating him by himself, not that he's eating him alive uh, it's uh, so at all. Horrible. Yeah. And as, as he just, this, these panels, it's just him deeper and deeper into the snail shell with these munching noises and like he goes so far in that they start pulling him by the leg yeah it's just his feet and Kyrie and the others are like we gotta go especially since the brother's yeah. trying to snail uh, on the nose these guys so they leave and they're like we have to find like what can you can find north by looking at a wood stump and they try and look but then Shuichi sees his father in it telling him to come join the spiral now I like this like, touch these a are lot the, these are the signs that it's like you're kind of going to die soon at this rate. Once and it the also spiral's like telling you. really brings, because I feel like the second half starts bringing in things again. Like it brought back the snails. Now it brings mm-hmm. back this from the first chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. It's the same face he had in the ca- in the cask when he was smushed. Yeah. yeah yep. the, the, uh, now they just lose track of time because. Oh, uh, yeah. They the look watch- at their watches and the watches hands are all spirals. spirals. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to, Kyrie is trying to bring her brother around because he's starting to eat plants and stuff. 
And then eventually they run again into the other oh reporters that ate their friend. And, and they're, they're like, why'd you leave us? Their eyes, yeah. His, his <laughs> mouth is covered in, I guess, like snail blood. Slime. And, and it, yeah, his eyes are wide and he's, why'd you leave us? And they're like, oh, we didn't mean to. We just got lost. And he goes, yeah. oh, that, that poor kid must be so tired. Is something wrong with his back? And they're like, no, no, he's, he's carrying a backpack. And they're like, I see. Well, let's all work together. Why don't I carry him? And they're like, no, no, yeah, uh, I'll carry him. Yeah. But, yeah, Shuichi ends up carrying him. So he's still, like, hanging on to his sanity just a little bit. And as he's carrying him, this was the worst part because you know shit's about to go down, is the little brother's eyes start popping out of his head like the snails do with their And, and, and they try to cover up his eyes so other people don't see it. But then his yep. pants fall off, he becomes, like, he just becomes a snail. <laughs> like, yep, so they, they run away, they end up finding, like, cliffs that overlook the town again, which means that they went in, a, like, a full, uh, like, uh, they went halfway around the whole town. And so they're by the cliff, and Kiri is like, let's just, since snails can climb on walls, let's just drop them off, the, let's put them on the cliff and let them just run down. And she had to do the thing, like, where you have to yell at the dog to get it to go. Yeah, she's hitting him, saying, go away, go away, get away, run. Yeah, she's hanging him with a stick, and she's telling him, just go, and then she promises to come back. I have him. mocked that trope so many times. It's always because, good. But it's always good. It's always good. I, I <laughs> yeah. definitely agree. <laughs> so the, the brother leaves, and they're all bummed about to comfort each other, they end up uh, the guy that crawled into the shell starts talking about how great that felt to like go around in a spiral, around and around, and then he just starts unprompted. He just starts <laughs> twirling his arms and legs and spine, and all the other guys start doing it too, thinking about how good they taste. But yeah, they, they think about how great it is to be spiral, and they literally <laughs> become spirals. Like their their bodies yeah. just contort yeah. into these fucked up, and they're screaming in like happiness, I guess, and yeah. their eyes are crazy, and they're just like breaking their bodies to. Spiral. Uh, yep. Yeah, and that's the end of those guys because they just walk away. They're like, "Oh, okay, you're yeah, spirals now." And then they reemerge upon town, and we get this great two-page scene of this. all the row houses. Somehow, like hundreds of them have formed a giant spiral, like wooden spiral, leading to the center of town. Yeah, they're almost all connected now. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> holes here and there. Like, like you can see down there where they added on, like there's the the rundown, darker shaded row houses, and then there's just this huge like portion of like the realistic ones, and they're like, this took this had to have taken years. Like how long were we outside of this place? Like what? Had and they happened? say like we were only in the hills for wait, how long were we there? I I can't recall. And then so. They end up going inside of the row houses, like between the alleys. Between them. Between them. It's like a path. It's like a spiral path heading towards the center. Yeah. Yep. Because and they they just start walking they around. They call it the labyrinth. And it's making them feel dizzy, but um, Chie notices that there's like no twisters or anything so that they can like move. Yeah, around. when you're in between the row houses, you're safe from the effects of the whirlwind and stuff. Yeah. And then people just start opening up the doors of the row houses and they're throwing out all these like spiraling. By people, people, he means that mass of flesh again. Yeah, yeah, they're throwing out with their hands like spirally naked flesh, like corpses, because they just died, and they're like, "This really smells." Can you get? And rid of she's this? looking for her parents. Yeah, the yeah, and, Curie. And, and the guy who was, who was explaining the row houses now goes around like picking up these dead bodies. He's like a, a, a bearded, uh, like a hermit-looking guy now. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Monty <laughs> Python scene. You know, he's the bring out your dead guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that this guy's unaffected by the spirals because all he wants, he's just like an architect that works for it now. So it can't turn him into a spiral because he's helping build these row houses. Yeah, and it's through him that they learned that actually years have passed by uh, while they're mm -hmm. in the woods, even though it felt like only a few uh, hours. And he says, oh, it's been years and you look just as young as you did before. Like, wow. 
Yep, and then Curie asks, have you seen my father? He's a potter, and he's like, oh yeah, I've heard about a couple that was still making pottery by Dragonfly Pond, which is in the middle of the spiral. And he says, uh, ceramics is the art of the spiral, and they're like, that's definitely him. <laughs> like, he does say that. <laughs> yep. That's my dad! <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then he's like, oh, see you later, guys, good luck. He's like the one non- twisted person in this he's kind of twisted but like reasonably and this is yeah. where we kind of get some like like overarching cosmic lore where shuichi's like thinking like they're rebuilding the town in a spiral for some reason but like maybe this is a thing that happens like maybe every few centuries the spiral comes back to this town and the inhabitants of the town rebuild it in this shape and that's why those old row houses were like that and they know mm-hmm. it couldn't have been too long ago because the old row houses that were part of the previous spiral are made of wood so like, like wood doesn't actually last like thousands of years so it must have only been like maybe a few hundred and mm-hmm. they're like, how, how, how could we have never heard of this? But they're like, people just get like, it gets caught in this. You get caught in the spiral. And yeah. None of this he said everyone that out. knew about it probably died. And there are hints about this throughout the book. Like they ask how old are the, the row houses? And somebody says like, just they're like late 19th century. And then like, they find that old map. That's like an old map that shows the row houses in the spiral. Like there are, mm-hmm. At first, I was like, is he just going to dump this out of nowhere? But there are hints to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to pass through, like, uh, openings in the row houses sometimes to uh, mm-hmm. get through. And as they're doing it, uh, the uh, newly people inside are trying to uh, build and close it up. Uh, and trying to get past these uh, gaps before uh, the noodle people close it up again. Yeah. But, unfortunately, the reporter lady who was introduced at the beginning of this arc, she doesn't like get through in time when they close it up and she is just gone they just they wall it up and she's out of there well what happens is as they connect that last piece of row house we hear all of the row house noodle people saying we're connected we're connected here too over here too and all of a sudden there's this loud like it says yeah and this rumbling happens throughout the whole town something is moving through the row houses and when they peek open into the row houses it they're empty all the noodle people are gone Mm -hmm. And by they, it's just Curie and, and, and Shuichi now yeah. left. Yes. And so they finally, they go through the row houses since they're empty, and they walk all the way to the end of the spiral, which is where the lake is, but the lake is completely empty, and instead it's just a spiral staircase leading Spiral stone staircase. Down. And out of the middle of the spiral staircase is the ash that's swirling up into the sky. So this begins like the, the final chapter. Of, they start by walking down the spiral staircase. Like Holding slowly. hands. Yeah. And, and yeah, and like with the lighthouse, they say it's like it's going on forever. And if you look down in the middle, you start to be mesmerized by the spiral and start to like tip over and everything. And you're not sure how much time passes. And they they find a dead body that didn't make it out of the the exodus from the row house. Because it seems yeah. like that whole mass in the spiral of the row houses all became like one big fleshy noodle human mm-hmm. thing and slid. <laughs> it fucking slid through that whole spiral of row houses down this staircase into yeah. whatever's at the bottom of here and this was great because I, I i love this series for constantly pushing you forward and being like what the hell is happening because for yeah. a while you're just like yeah it's just a town of crazy spirals but here by like when this starts happening you're like there's a plan there is something that's trying to do something like make a big spiral. yeah that's funny i like this versus girl is that this it all feels like it's leading to something by the end yeah, yeah whereas girl was kind of just like pure chaos in a way. yeah yeah girl i feel like the premise kind of went a little stale for me after a while because it yeah whereas this is constantly reinventing itself where every chapter stood out to me as unique mm-hmm. 
and so they're walking down, and th this guy's not quite dead yet. This noodly person that was left, and he's like, "Light on the stairs." There's supposed to be something wonderful down there, and they leave him behind because th they're running out of strength too, since they haven't eaten or drank anything in who knows how long in the time spiral. And this guy grabs onto Kyrie, and he starts trying to like bite her leg, and Chuichi goes to grab him and like toss him off, and instead like. They both fall off because the guy wraps himself around Chuichi. Yeah. And they just fall down the middle of the stairwell down into who knows. And Kiri starts running down the stairs trying to desperately hope that um, Kiri, uh, Suichi is alive at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And she sees there's a light down below. And this is this is such like a great series of events and drawings. It's, it's, she walks down the stairs and then she sees what looks like it looks like a snail shell just sitting at the bottom of this staircase mm -hmm. in like the middle of this whiteness. And it, when you flip this page, it's not a snail shell. It's the top of this stone drill that had drilled up into the cavern or like that's pointing at the top of this cavern. And it's just this giant, massive, empty cavern that when she tries to drop down, um, she drops down onto this giant like tower like drill and she falls all the way to the bottom and lands on the fleshy noodle people. It's like an ocean of them. Yeah, like an ocean of faces, essentially. Yeah, and they're all looking up, and all of their eyes are white, and they're looking up at this giant spiral. Yeah, it's like it's like a metropolis, but they're all like uh, all these structures, like skyscraper-looking things with all spirals everywhere. It's like, one of those like Lovecraftian things where yeah. it's like it's kind of weird to describe because there's nothing that looks similar to it. There's like spires everywhere, but they're made out of like some of them are just like straight spirals, but then they bloom into circular, like just like clumps of spirals. Yeah. And then it looks like there's like these giant spiral lights that are emanating just this light that these people are captivated by. Oh, they, yeah. they, they call it a city of spirals, literally. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, she, and Kyrie notices that this, this mass of people all looking up is there. So, some of them are starting to turn into stone and they're mm -hmm. starting to turn into these ruins. Like they're becoming the city. Yep. And she finds, like, her mom and dad in there. They're stoned. As stone, as stone. They're stoned. Yep. And then she also finds who fell at the bottom of this place is Shuichi, who's now, like, on the ground. And it's like, I can't walk anymore, but look at this thing. And then he kind of just exposits, like, vaguely about, like, uh, it seems like it, like, it does this every few hundred or thousands of years. That it, like, it starts this process where it summons all of, like, everyone into it. Yeah, yeah it's like, still building itself and expanding. Yeah. And then he says, like, he can't go on. And like, yeah, he tells her, like, you have to stop the curse somehow. She says, no, I can't go on either. So they both of them just hold each other's hands. They become noodle people and entwine with each other. Yep, and then suddenly, like, the, the whole spiral city starts making a bunch of noise. It starts, like, glowing. And then the, the tower drill ends up drilling up up the spiral staircase back up and it like completes the spiral with the row houses now right so there's a big spiral of row houses and that the center is at that little snail shell looking thing yeah that leads down into the spiral city and that's the end of the story yeah, yeah. and it says like this basically this curse happened before happened again the spiral city will keep expanding over yeah and she explains like that the when they're like intertwined and holding hands that as soon as the spiral completed that time pretty much froze for them endlessly yeah but it will resume again as soon as the spiral needs to be, like, completed once more. And the ending, like, when they were leading up to the ending and I knew I was, like, almost done, I was like, there is no satisfying way that he's going to explain what's going on. And yeah. then he, like, doesn't explain it at all. And he's just like, it's this mystery <laughs> curse. And, and I, like, was so happy with that. 
Because yeah. like, I was I totally didn't fine want with this too, some yeah. like bullshit. Like, oh, it's an ancient people that like this is their magic. Yeah, thing. Like, totally. no, it's just like it's this weird shit. Nobody can understand <laughs> it, and it's just gonna happen again. Yeah, yeah. It, it's stuff that like they they try and an- like he tries to answer your questions, but by doing so, he poses more questions, which is kind of like the ideal in this horror story where you're like, okay, now I understand why all these spiral things were happening because it needed to complete this spiral process, but you still don't know why it needed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all you know is this is just a thing that keeps happening every so often that everyone turns into messy flesh noodle spiral city people. Yep. And that's life. (laughs) (laughs) I like the the idea that it's just like spirals in nature. It's some kind of natural phenomenon that you don't need to really explain because it's just like, it's one of those things like they they expose a little at the beginning how it's like, it's just a natural, it's a natural occurring thing, yeah like, like pattern yeah right and they do that they do that in the good spiral tropes and like like in girl log and to like dna is a spiral and or yeah the, his, his yeah. dad mentioned it or curie's dad mentioned it in the pottery thing where he's like this is a pattern that you like you can't really grasp because you can't see the overall picture of which there's a bonus chapter at the very end of this that's uh, about like this guy that just like Shuichi. This takes place before Kyrie cuts off her hair. Yeah, this Shuichi. could have been the bonus chapter inserted uh, into like the early parts when there was more mm-hmm. episodic. Yeah, but Shuichi discovers like a spiral galaxy, and then more of them start forming, and people start seeing like more of them. And then this guy wants to take like credit for it, and then they start hearing each other's voices because of this. Like they're radioing into each other's. Yeah, like, yeah everyone becomes telepathic, basically. basically. Yeah. And then it ends with pretty much like the spirals exploding this guy's head and then disappearing. No, in the his story. head becomes a galaxy. His head explodes and becomes a galaxy <laughs> yeah. and he joins the other galaxies. <laughs> and I'm really glad that that wasn't included because that's the only time that it, the spiral comes from outside the city. That's what I was thinking. That's why yeah. I didn't like that is because that the town is the source of the spiral, like Dragonfly Pond. Whereas here, this is just like spirals doing this. definitely agree. I, I took it as like when the these galaxies come closer to the city uh they were being affected by the city because it's all about how the cities are sucking them in and affecting them everything that's coming here <laughs> i mean boss we don't see like we don't see like mountains flying off in the distance to join <laughs> the spiral <laughs> so i don't know about I, the I, galaxies. I think just because because uh, I, 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 mountains don't form a spiral pattern but galaxies do like the milky way galaxy yeah. I think that's the idea here it really was like a he wanted to incorporate galaxy spiral arms somehow, but yeah, I think I, I, my problem is more that his head explodes and becomes a, a spiral. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think of the idea of like this the the galaxy spiraling towards the center seems creepy in a sense, but mm. I don't think the story does mm. enough with it. Just, yeah, I don't think the story is necessarily like bad or anything. It just I I don't think it fits the way every other chapter yes. fits. Yeah, yeah, I agree with this that. This and the hair story could have been. Probably yeah. Oh man, and so, that was. So I remember I was first recommending this to you guys. I'm like, this is this is gonna be like a long two-parter. Should this really be a story? Could they read it on their own time? And it was in the final arc where everything starts finally coming together, and you get like payoffs from reading the older stories. That that's where I was like, this is such a rad story. Uh, So obviously we all like this a lot and would read more Junji Ito. But the question Mm -hmm. that I have for you guys, because I feel like the would you read more is is obvious one at this point. Is this your favorite Ito we've done so far? Yes. Yes. For me, yeah. yeah. For me, too. Because, like, I didn't like Yo nearly as much as Amagara Fault, but this, like, it, it, I just thought it was excellent. It's like if you could somehow turn Amagara Fault into, like, a series. Uh, Gyo, whenever Gyo, like, uh, it felt like, 
Uh, this has a lot of interesting concepts to it, but I don't know if it works as a whole story. Like, um, yeah, Gyo has a lot of like extremely creepy, unnerving stuff. Yeah, it does. But like, I felt like maybe he works better in a short story format. And I think this this is the best of both worlds, where he has all these new concepts coming of these short story formats in the beginning, but then he comes in at the end and like uh, brings it all together. I think this works more to his mm-hmm. strengths. Absolutely. Yep. Cool. So that brings. Another Halloween extravaganza to a close. Etober to a close. Yeah, Junji Etober. So we were talking about this a little bit because, like, before we started recording, because I, as I said at the beginning of last episode, I am not a horror fan, generally. And, like, especially with horror movies, like, I can appreciate the craft of a movie, but, like, I don't really have much interest in it. I don't really care all that much. So, like, that stuff, like, I understand it conceptually, and I'm like, oh, that is cool if someone who knows about it talks to me about it. But, like, with this, I feel like Ito is such a master of the comic book page and the pacing of it, and the angles that he chooses, like, he does even just that scene when uh, she's walking down the spiral at the very end, there's, it's zooming in, but we still see the camera over her shoulder, so we're still in her perspective as it zooms down this hole, and then when it goes, when the camera flips and we see her looking down, it's, because we've been over her shoulder the whole time, it's like this dramatic Mm -hmm. shift in perspective yeah it goes from claustrophobic to more of like this yeah whoa like there's too much space it's sort of like going from like a light scene to a dark scene in a movie yeah scene to a light scene and like ito is such a perfect perfect like craftsman of the manga format that like i get so drawn in and even though this isn't the kind of story i would ever pick up on my own every time you recommend one of these daryl and i read it i'm like this is so good. He's a really good artist. Yeah. And he yeah. spends, like, looking at these, like, uh, pages, and some as someone that does a lot of repetitive work sometimes in his design, I'm like, there is no way I could ever, like, match his, like, tenacity for drawing some of the, like, v- repeatable patterns that he does. But it's not just the art, because, like, there are some comic book artists that are great artists, but don't frame the narrative as interestingly. Like, their art, like, mm-hmm. looks great. Like, I feel like when we did Cry for Justice, it was like that, where the art, when I look at a page, I'm like, this is great, but I don't necessarily get a sense of the dynamics of the story. But Motion is... and, like, uh, like uh, emotional energy sometimes. Like, I feel like... Yeah. Uh, Ito does great with the patterns, like Daryl mentioned. His people, I love how he draws people's faces. Like, yeah, because you can I'm always tell the emotion. He's not a good artist, like in that regard. But like, I, I'm, I'm saying that I'm saying all three. Like, he frames the shot yeah. well. He he moves the camera where it needs to be. The you know, ethereal camera of the viewer. He, yeah, faces are emotions are very clear. Obviously, uh, you get a sense of motion with the panels, and you have all these intricate uh, patterns going on in the background. Uh, it's like all all the elements you need to uh, make the story work. Like, there's not a single element like he. Could, I don't think could have been done better in terms of art. A- Andy's the writer. Yeah. Of the story. So, yeah. does anybody have anything else they really want to say? Uh, let's watch the movie sometime and see what that's like. I would or watch that. Maybe we'll do that for a Patreon bonus. I watched a trailer of it and I was like, this is just really weird. Yeah. Like, I'm, unlike I'm like, unlike the story, this is weird. <laughs> Well, it's different when you see it. the movie's live yeah. action, so you get to oh see people God. performing these things of like the the effects, how they do like the the t- twirling eyes as the camera's like zooming in on their face, and they're going. Ah! Okay, so if you want to hear that eventually, maybe you should subscribe to the Patreon, and we get new bonus episodes every month. So it's almost a new month, so we'll have a new bonus soon. So go to hell patreon.com like slash flying machine <laughs> slash hell and. 
Also, check out all the other shows there, like Falling in Love Montage. It's a little bit of an older episode, but I would recommend their semi-recent episode, Mumford, from last month, because they go into a really interesting discussion about, like, therapy and the role of the therapist and, like, when that trust is abused and is that forgivable or not. And I definitely recommend it as a exceptional episode. So that's Falling in Love Montage, Mumford. So yeah, check all that, th- check that, and all the other shows off out at the Flying Machine website, flyingmachine.network. And that's all I have. Anybody else? Nope. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, fuckers! Happy Halloween! <laughs> Don't become a snail. <laughs> uh, I'll fucking eat you. S car, go to the polls. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So thank you all for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been blown to hell by a bunch of kids. <laughs> I've been eating so much that I'm now a spiral. I've been hermaphroditing with Daryl. And every two weeks I've been spiraling you guys together to record a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The ritual is complete. Stay continuity. I give you the incredible flying machine.